Let's start the show by talking about my sponsor, Paloma Verde, and their new website, PalomaVerdeCBD.com. Head over to PalomaVerdeCBD.com and check them out for all of your CBD needs. They've got the gummies, tinctures, the salves. So if you're needing anything to maybe chill you out, something to help you get mellowed out, something for your joint pain and stiffness, go over to PalomaVerdeCBD.com and give them a check out. Carlos and Vanessa are awesome people. They run a great company. And if you enter the promo code FACTS at checkout, you'll get 25% off your order. Plus, any order over $75, you get free shipping. So, I don't know what you're waiting for. Head over to PalomaVerdeCBD.com and check them out. Let's start the show. This episode will be completely taken out of context. Welcome to the Fact Check This podcast. Alright, fact check this podcast, and today is going to be an exceptionally exceptionally short episode because I am running late. Or not late, but I'm running behind, and I was I was gonna talk about an article that talks about sports and, and kind of how sports is a beneficial thing uh for people and societally and all of that kind of stuff. Which it is, but with the Ministry of Truth stuff that's been coming out and uh, just a lot of the kind of insanity that has surrounded the way the news is being portrayed over the past, I mean, it's been going on for a while, but it's, it's really gotten like exceptionally insane just over the last couple weeks, couple months. Um, I really kind of wanted to take an opportunity to address that because this is something that this is something that I've been talking about for a number of years. Uh, if you're a friend of mine and you've known me for more than two years, you probably at some point in the past have thought that I was borderline uh, bugging out and a bit of a paranoid nut job. Everything that was like, and for those who don't understand the reference, I'm sure nobody who's listening to this missed the reference. But on the off chance that somebody did, like the Ministry of Truth comes from the uh, George Orwell novel 1984. And it revolves around what is effectively the, uh, the censors of this dystopian future that Orwell created. And so they go through and they, they comb through the news. They, and not just not just the news that's going out today, but they go through the news that has come out for forever, for as far back as as recollection goes. And they make sure that the news and history and documentation and everything always fits the narrative or always fits the truth. Because there can only be one absolute truth and there can be no deviation from the truth. So they have to go through and, and comb through everything to make sure that 
we are we are at war with Eurasia, and we have always been at war with Eurasia, and we are allied with East Asia, and we have always been allied with East Asia. And three weeks from now, when the sides flip, they come through all of the, the past, and we are at war with East Asia, and we've always been at war with East Asia, and we are allied with Eurasia, and we have always been allied with Eurasia. And I posted it to my um, my main Facebook page a, a year ago. I did a five-minute video talking about how the narrative has changed and, and my my concern at the time that I never understood how when reading 1984, the people of Oceania, while living through the events of their time and literally seeing it go from we are at war with East Asia to we are at war with Eurasia and back and forth. And every time it happens, all of history gets scrubbed and everything reflects the truth as it's prescribed by Big Brother, those who are in, in charge. And I'm like, like, I can understand how history itself can get kind of whitewashed and, and changed. I mean, it happens in our own, it happens in our own public school systems. It happens with U.S. history, world history, everything. Like, it, it's, it gets altered to fit a certain story or to create this uh, emotional attachment or to fit a particular narrative. Uh, history has been altered. The history that we learn, I mean, look, Abraham Lincoln and the Civil War are prime examples of how history has been altered to fit a very specific narrative in modern society. So I could see that. Because like for us, nobody currently alive was alive for the Civil War. <clears throat> we have we have records of it. And that's why some people talk about and know and understand what the legitimate truth of it is as opposed to what the, the approved narrative of it is. But if those records had been scrubbed and changed and altered to to fit the truth, there's nobody alive today has any frame of reference to say, no, that's that's wrong. I was there. I saw that. That's not how it that's not how it was. But like what we've seen over the past two years and everything that's gone on is we are alive to see it. I, we can look at it and say, no, no, that's not, that's not right. I, I was literally there for that. That's not what happened. And that, so I never understood how living through that moment, the people of Oceania could just accept that 
as the, 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 as the truth changed, that it was still truth. To not call it out and not have like mass uprisings of people saying, wait, you're fucking lying to us at every turn. What is going on here? That always confused me. It always befuddled me. Until the past two years. Where the story, the narrative, the, the science, it literally changes sometimes within the same week. And this massive, massive percentage of the population just goes with it. They just flip the switch. Mask up, social distance. Safe and effective. Stand with Ukraine. Whatever's next. We have lived through these moments. We've, we've actually seen where they have admitted that they were wrong about certain things. And now we've been told they were never wrong about it at all. They, this has always been the position. Uh, fucking no. Thankfully, uh, you know, I've got the receipts. <laughs> um, it, it's just, it's, it's bewildering that we're living through this. And like the really big thing that concerns me about this Ministry of Truth thing or the Department of Disinformation Regulation or what the fuck ever they're calling it. Is that this exists already. This isn't something new. This isn't something that's just now coming out. This woman isn't just now taking this job. Like she's been groomed for this position for some time now. Like for several years, she's been working within government agencies uh, in positions that center around disinformation. The, the full-on manipulation and disinformation campaigns that have been rolled out by the U.S. government for, fuck, how long? I mean, since World War One, probably? Not earlier than that? Uh, Post-Civil War? It's insane to realize that, like, the average person doesn't have the cognitive ability to decipher what's true and what's false, to, to be able to say, no, 
I saw that with my own eyes. That's not right. It, it's, it's just... It has rendered me speechless because I can't figure out what direction we're going. And I don't think... I don't think it's probably a good one. Like there are there are too many of them. You you have to remember, like the average person is pretty fucking dumb. And they're average, which means that half of the people are even dumber than they are. And that's fucking terrifying like those of us who can actually decipher information and differentiate truth and truth and fiction truth and disinformation uh, we're a small minority very small especially when you consider the ones who can see it for what it is and are also unhappy about it and willing to call it out and and actually have concern about it. I I don't know where it goes from here, and I don't like that. I, I'm you know I'm I'm kind of I enjoy my conspiracies, and I I like to kind of postulate on what's happening and what's going to happen. And, you know, you can look at Russia, and you can kind of make guesses on what's happening with that war and what direction it's going to go and what direction it'll it'll take Europe and and if the US gets involved and how China's in, connected to it there 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 are uh, there are like definites on the board that you can work around and and make educated guesses the same with the economy and the way it is and all the inflation and everything that's going on and the stock markets. You can make educated guesses. The same with the upcoming midterm elections and the 2024 elections and things that are going on with Biden and Kamala. And my opinions may be kind of out there on some of that stuff, but I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if I'm not pretty damn close to right on a lot of those things. And and if you aren't sure what my opinions are on the whole Biden, Kamala, where things are going over the next couple of years in terms of, of all of that, I would recommend going and checking out uh, Rebel with a Cause uh, episode that came out earlier. I guess it was uh, earlier last week that Eric and I sat down and talked about kind of my conspiracy viewpoints on how the regime is going to change over the next year or so. Um, but like, you can just kind of look at things and, 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 and understanding how the system works. You can figure that kind of stuff out. But like with this, like with this, this ministry of truth thing or whatever they call it and like, everything that's going on with the way media is moving forward. And like, there are, there are groups that are having their fund funding seized, having their PayPal accounts seized. Like the U S government and, uh, 
at its behest, these some of these like, private companies, bro, uh, they're doing like what can only be described as blatantly illegal and unconstitutional things. And nobody bats an eye. In fact, seemingly more people than not think it's a good idea, think it's a good thing. Like seizing Russian yachts or seizing the yachts of Russian billionaires and stuff like that. The, there, there is no legality or constitutionality to that. Like the, the U.S. government has no jurisdiction in that. They're doing it anyway. Seizing funds of having, having PayPal freeze and seize funds of like independent news, uh, websites and stuff like that. For what? For what? There, there is no, there is no legal precedent for that. There is no constitutionality for that. Like it's just blatantly fucking horrible and they're going to do it anyway. And they're not going to stop. They're going to ramp it up to the point that they're probably going to seize my PayPal and Venmo accounts for no more than the fact that I get paid by some of the people who have these opinions. Like this is where we're going. Full on, I'd like, The left acts like fascism is a horrible thing that should be feared and that they are standing in opposition of, while at the same time they are ushering it in under their own names. This is this is fucking scary shit. And it's really it's really pissing me off, but I and like it just emphasizes more and more and more than ever the necessity for guns, for plenty of ammo, for a garden, livestock, being able to take care of yourself and provide for yourself and cut yourself off from all of this bullshit. Like at the end of the day, if you can't walk away from society, then you're going to get drugged down with it. And I don't know how far down it goes. And I like, there is no. At this point, there is no educated guess that can be made because I don't know what the limitations are because they don't seem to have any. Usually I'm not this black pill, but <clears throat> some of this stuff that's coming out right now, like, I've made fun of it on other shows and we've talked and laughed and it, it's humorous and funny, but at the same time, there is some pretty bad shit that's coming. And I, I don't know. I don't know what, I don't know what we do about it. I don't, I don't know what the answer is. <laughs> overthrow your local government. I'm not overthrow. <laughs> run, run for office in your local government. And and take over in that way. And if that doesn't work, then overthrow your local government. But, you know, put yourself in a position to to have a meaningful influence right where you live. Because at the end of the day, that's the only thing that's going to really matter for uh, your personal freedoms and liberties is what's going on in the 10 square miles around you. Tune in tomorrow night for... Uh, the next Tuesday night live stream, I will be joined by Moth, uh, Roth Birdian, also known as Masha. 
or maybe I should say that the other way around. Masha, also known as Roth Guardian. Whatever. I almost called her Martha, so that would have been a horrible fuck up. Uh, and I don't edit my own show, so it'll just stay in there. Uh, and also Mark Metz, if I can pry him away from, apparently he's trying to like go on a date and get laid or some dumb shit. Like, I don't know what's wrong with that dude. We've got, we've got a world to save here via podcast that has 50 listeners. Uh, and I appreciate each and every one of you. But yeah, tune in tomorrow night, 7.30 Central, 8.30 Eastern, where we will be talking about the, uh, the horrible libertarian catchphrase of neither right nor left. Also, be sure to tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday to The Morning After. You cannot find The Morning After by searching YouTube for The Morning After, but I highly recommend that you just type in Vasectomy Clubhouse in your search bar, and it will bring you straight to us. It is insane how that works. I actually watched a couple people do it myself, and it works brilliantly. So check us out on The Morning After. We're trying to get up to 100 subscribers so that we can get our custom URL, and then you don't have to type in Vasectomy Clubhouse to find us. Um, and also, I will be on with Kyle Matovic on his show next Monday. Uh, we had an excellent discussion on the statistics and just general uh, topic of abortion. Uh, so that, that episode releases next Monday, so be sure to check that out as well. And do me a huge favor, share this with some friends. If you think my content is somewhat good, let other people know so that they can check it out too. I, I literally make zero dollars off of this, and I have absolutely no intention of ever getting paid for doing a podcast. But what I really do want is like engagement and interaction from people who are listening, people who have thought this stuff or see this stuff and appreciate a little bit of validation that, hey, maybe I'm not actually batshit crazy. Maybe like there are other people in the world who see what's going on and want to call a spade a spade. So that's all I got for today. Again, I apologize for being a little more black-pilled than uh, usual and way more black-pilled than I intended to be. But it's still early in the day and I haven't slept. So we'll see how the rest of the day goes. And I guarantee you tomorrow will be a lot more fun and lighthearted. So tune in then. And in the meantime, I hope you have a great rest of your day. And I will catch you later. Yeah.